press R. Let's get this pod on the road. All right, I'm in. And we're determining that whoever loves the pod the most is whoever has the most gigabytes of the pod on their machine, <laughs> which is me with a billion gigs. Mike is so pumped about his specs. Do you want to kick us off with our with our favorite video? Yeah, join my stream. All right. Join my freaking stream. Go live. We've heard that that happened before. Hopefully that happens with Spencer Dinwiddie. And whether they choose to go as uh, Cam or they choose to whatever, just make it. Eric? Yep. You okay? Eric? Yep, I am. I gotta head out, guys. All right, let us know you're all right, man. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. It's that so is so brutal. Tough. Um, yeah, folks, just, this is a uh, an audio medium. You're really not missing anything visually. But I screen recorded this uh, the day of the trade deadline. Uh, Eric Slater was our unfortunate victim. He was in a chat called Nets Talk on Twitter. And they were talking about Spencer Dinwiddie. And then you just hear clearly a car crash, a pretty significant sounding, like not a fender bender. And they just go, Eric. Somehow ending that, though, ending it with, I got to head out. I got to head out. (laughs) For a totally different reason than what you heard. Yeah, Uh, completely unrelated to that that skid out fender bender I just had. I I also have to go. (laughs) Yeah, so truly tragic. But yep. that, uh, I, I would say for Nets fans, that, that probably encapsulates the trade deadline. Folks, Ep 102, we got to talk about it. Ooh. A lot of players are in new places. None of them big names, I think it's safe to say. Yeah. Um, but we're going to go through it. Before we do, I uh, was blessed to happen to turn on Suns uh, Warriors earlier this week. And I got to see Steph being Steph with a little mm-hmm. crazy yes. buzzer beater. I just accidentally saw that too. up a prayer. Yeah, it's, it was it was a beaut. I just <laughs> I, I like, flipped wow. it on because and I saw it was close, and so I tuned in and right. um, just happened to catch it. But it was freaking electric. Yeah, it is insane how many of those he's he's racked up. But uh, and it was I, Breen. I think he got a a bang from Breen, a Mike Breen. Yeah, was bang. Breen calling it? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers to that. That's huge. Uh, the first things I turned I tuned into after the Super Bowl was people screaming on uh, talking heads screaming about like Patrick Mahomes and LeBron James. I was like, uh-huh. yeah, they immediately went to like, this is a, uh, uh, I think it was actually Shannon and, and um, I'm so used to saying Shannon skip Shannon and Stephen a doing a, like, what does this Super Bowl mean? Win for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, yeah. You know, what does it mean? For Mahomes' status as like the goat, or like is he closer to Brady than Bron uh-huh. is to George? Like this is like some insane apples to oranges comparison, and then everyone started screaming about it. It was awesome. <laughs> it's bad enough to have goat debates within one sport, but in interest doing sport, cross sport, <laughs> goat is distances, so yeah, that's, no, that's sad. That is sad. Um, Shout out to our our tallest friend in the league, Victor Wembanyama, recorded a triple double with blocks. Yeah. I believe it's the first time since the 1990s that that has happened. Sick. 27 points, 14 boards, 10 blocks. Someone someone had a a great little point that I didn't think about of just going like this is the worst he's ever going to be also. <laughs> like yeah. while he's doing these things every game making your jaw drop, like he's just going to keep getting better. 
Um, Are we, we? Is he going to get a quad? He's going to. He get could a, totally get a quad dub. He's going to. I think. I think that's. If he can get some, if he can get some consistent shooters, and I mean, like assists. Honestly, it feels like it would be harder for him to get ten assists on the Spurs right now than to get ten blocks. Yeah, he needs to. He needs to just get the ten blocks. Yeah, obviously boards, points. That's gonna be. That's gonna be easy. Yeah, and then just facilitate. Just fucking hunt assists. Yeah, like when you're playing on two K and you're like trying to <laughs> yes. get an assist achievement. Yeah, you're just 100%. diamond everybody. Hundred percent. Um. Knicks got robbed versus Houston. Was this last night? Uh, I uh, yeah, I think this was. I've been yeah. raging. Yeah, I've been raging for twenty four hours watching people night. share Dude, it. That ben was still going crazy. That was tough. I watched. Uh, they uh, did highlights. They did officially decide to dispute it. Just a quick breakdown. It was uh, which friggin' oh, it's the it's the brother that Anthony um, Holiday, Aaron Hall Aaron Holiday. Um, just put up a put up a heave, kicked out his legs in the classic old uh, like kick out style that they tr- they are supposed to be Hell calling yeah. this season. Um, Brunson got called. It was a tie game, and then Brunson got called for absolute like. Even if it is a foul, you let the players decide. You go to OT and you let the game play. But some dipshit ref uh, who has it out for Brunson. He decided to give it to the Rockets in uh, with free throws. So everyone in the Knicks world has been raging. Um, the Knicks drove to the basket, basically had high contact plays, I think like 15 or 18 more high contact drives than the Rockets attempted, and they had 21 less free throw uh, attempts. Did you uh, um, did so, you catch uh, Brunson's like locker room presser after that? It was yes, really- yeah. I don't know who primed him for that. It was kind of weird, but I I don't know. It was like I feel like either make a comment or don't don't do like a fake passive aggressive no comment. <laughs> like, I thought I, I thought saying great call four times would really great emphasize call. how furious he was. <laughs> great call. Next question. My, great call. It's next probably question. my probably my bias. I think if like Embiid or something did that, I would probably call it corny. So I, I'll le- I'll leave that up to you as a more unbiased <laughs> source, but I thought it was hilarious. Um, and then Tibbs also was clearly trying to avoid the whatever $25,000 fine in the post game. So um, two guys clearly furious, very ripped off. Uh, now they did this. This is news from today. They did technically, I guess, appeal it. Uh, mm-hmm. Filing a protest today, disputing the loss, that has only been upheld or accepted six times in in NBA history. So it's very unlikely that it will. It's probably more of just like a a move to show that you're pissed. Now I do uh, want to point if, out the when whenever the Lakers appeal a call, everyone gets mad at me because <laughs> for them being annoying. I just want to yeah, just, I just pointing that out. I support- I think if you're not a fan of the team that's appealing probably the 29 other teams and their fans go this is petty bullshit like get over it you got a bad call but i think once once it's your guys you're like come on it makes sense <laughs> you're like this is yeah uphold the what where's due process in this country right <laughs> right um so if that is successful they will play uh a five minute overtime basically somewhere and the they're not scheduled to play each other again this season so again it's unlikely and they're not playing each other again so they would have to like literally host a a five minute side game somehow like at msg 
They should do it at, at a park, like in New York City. A neutral zone? Yeah, street ball. Well, I guess not in New York then, but in yeah, Switzerland, in a neutral zone. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm I'm pissed. I doubt anything will happen with that, folks, but just know I'm pissed. Uh, before we wrap up Nick's corner, OG is officially having elbow surgery, which sounds worse than it is. He's only projected to miss about three weeks. Um We'll have to see. But we technically, like, bro, we've been playing our new guys, Burks and Boyan, like 40 minutes a game, and they're used to having, like, 18 minutes a game in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Like, Tibbs is giving them the Tibbs treatment, and I believe Wednesday we're projected to have four out of our five starters either injured or out for the game. So it's going to be a rough couple, I guess just a week or so, till all-star break, and uh, I'm going to be down bad. Um, speaking of down bad, there's a there's a fun <laughs> DeAndre Ayton quote that everyone is uh, oh, using to call him soft. Um, this is from an inside source with the Blazers. They said his first months in Portland were defined by tardiness and tantrums, according <laughs> to team sources. <laughs> and there has been an eerie resemblance to Hassan Whiteside, the former Blazers center whose statistics look nice but had little to no impact on a game. Um, so if anyone thought the dominating problem was just that he was fed up with the Suns, it looks like you were wrong. I think this is more of a <laughs> an Aiden problem. Damn. What do you do with that? Like, he really got what he wanted. He got to a new place where he can kind of be the big dog now. Like, how do you fix a, 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 a I don't know, not character problem. That sounds too extreme. But like an attitude problem. <sighs> If I, I don't know. If I'm a Blazers know. fan, I'm furious right now. Yeah. <laughs> that is just so You got to be. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't I don't get where he gets this impression of himself. I mean, dominating, I get wanting to be up on yourself and every player sort of has to delusionally think they're the best player in the world. Um but like to be a prima donna at this place you just got to after being a dick to your own team for two straight years. Like, I, it just it's starting to tally up some bad vibes from him. Yeah, not a fan. He's, oof. Mike, you're about to be outside for him. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to have some outside outside He's time. seven feet and 247 pounds. <laughs> Don't matter. <laughs> I don't know that I'll be entirely yeah. outside. I have one foot out. Like door. a mini stepladder. You need, like, a, a kitchenette stepladder to he give, is, you, give he you a is couple the, feet. the highest-paid player on the – Portland Trailblazers. So I don't know if that True. contributes to his delusions of grandeur or not. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Uh, other other kind of uh, I guess bad vibes with teams. The Dallas Mavericks were quote determined to part ways with Grant Williams after he quote rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> that comes from an ESPN source, and he towards the tail end, I believe, of his Mavericks uh, tenure, he switched basketball sneakers from wearing Lucas pretty much every game to wearing Tatum signature shoes. So I there was a but uh people were showing <laughs> this video of like Kyrie and him on the bench and he's clearly being corny as hell and Kyrie is just not <laughs> just trying to put a smile on. <laughs> like they they both know the cameras are on him. I think uh, uh I think there was just kind of bad vibes there the whole way through. So he's He's on to on to greener pastures. I wait, guess. wait, where is he? Is he Charlotte? Grant is now in Charlotte. Yeah, 
So hopefully you guys keep that dumb corny it. shit away. <laughs> it's time for cornball, <laughs> cornball sideline. God damn, we went from freaking criminals to cornballs, and I hate that. <laughs> That's a great. Yeah. Uh, title for your documentary on the hornets <laughs> i would say that's a step up though probably <laughs> i hate it uh, well there's certain crimes like the trez crime was cool the, yeah that, that was Bridges crime sick, is dude. very very fucked up um okc after this trade deadline still has 36 picks in the next six drafts <laughs> what just, that is, is that too, real too much yes they have yeah. 36 they're keeping guys out the league <laughs> But over you said over the next six over drafts? six years over six years yeah so oh I mean like God. that's just what? more than you crazy. Uh, way way more than you need I have like <laughs> one pick in the next six years <laughs> I know. I, well yeah they probably have ten years um, that's true, but yeah actually. that was just jaw dropping damn um, and as, since they are my team I've been trying to keep keep abreast of their stuff recently and I think I sent this to you guys in the chat but like. I guess the beef that Thunder have, because everyone has to, even if your team's best in the conference, you have to be like, our management's retarded. So they're they're showing like uh, it's a it's like a picture of Shea going like, Presti, can I please get some like I don't know what their beef was like rebounding help or whatever, and then it's just Presti going like, ooh, look at all my picks with a bunch of hard emojis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's fun. But um, I guess we should uh, – any other kind of basketball roundup before we dive into the trade deadline here, fellas? Uh, uh, roundup or fun stuff? Just kind of just kind of anything. Let me see. I don't even know what – There's a uh, trade deadline. There's a – well, I guess this is – well, uh, never mind. My thing is, I guess, technically an extension of the trade deadline talk. So we can probably just – Sure. Probably just dive in. Just to, to – to, preamble this uh if you're still looking for stuff uh i I wanted a tally someone found it made a tally as a bit of the trades broken at the deadline everyone knows that Woj and shams like you know go back and forth and try to prove who's more tapped into the nba uh Woj cleared with 11 shams technically broke five trades and then pat bev broke one trade (laughs) (laughs) what He, he basically told everyone before before the network guys could that he was he was moving to Milwaukee. I love Pat Bev. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, he's sick. I wouldn't say I have anything. I have like one little one little uh, f- fun fact, but I don't really feel like sharing it right now. <laughs> I'm not having fun right now. <laughs> I'm gonna keep fair. this little fact to myself. Fair, fair. For now. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's just dive in here. I'm just let's gonna pull it. up the. We'll use Bleacher Report. They grade every trade. I don't know that we need to really pay attention to that, but it'll have all the moves here. Um, probably the most important one, Doug McDermott to the Pacers. Yeah, <laughs> Folks, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not gonna be this is not gonna be like a star studded. Oh, list we're going of through it all. I uh no, just like just like briefly hit the non important ones and then I was Uh-oh. gonna say, I mean I've got them all I'm from starting from ones. like January like mid January. <laughs> All right, oh, well. definitely not that. I mean, okay. after like yeah, whatever, not, not the you know, not, not after. I've got stuff from like after. If Anna it wasn't Nova. Thursday morning, yeah, like true <laughs> deadline stuff, because we've probably already talked about everything from the last. From not before necessarily. Last There's some stuff oh, you, well, you think was uh, slipped under the radar. 
Yeah, do some cleanup for us for uh, whatever. For we example, uh, uh, the Washington Wizards trading Danilo Gallinari and Mike Muscala to the Pistons in exchange for cheers. Marvin Badley the third, Isaiah Livers, and a couple second round picks in future drafts. Bet you didn't remember God. that one. Big the Good fattest fucking nothing, nothing burger. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. I think that's honestly a net negative for both you. Guy Fiat you would lose his mind at that fucking nothing burger. Oh, <laughs> uh, that actually would wow, that's, <laughs> that's out of bounds. <laughs> Yeah, there's not enough nacho cheese in the world to cover that nothing burger up in a way that would make Guy Fieri eat it. Okay, that was previous. I guess that was before the Siakam and the Scary Terry moves. Yeah. So, yeah. whatever. I just thought in case you know, people accuse us of not doing our due diligence, I've got everything. That's fair. Um, Pacers got Doug McDermott. Spurs got Marcus Morris. Second round pick and some cash. Not a very important trade, save for the fact that they are they're trying to get somebody to stop the shooting bleeding they'll have now that Buddy Heald is gone, uh, which if we I think we'll have to get to here shortly. Um, uh, I think you're right. The the Pat Bev trade uh, we we briefly mentioned the Pat Bev trade that he broke is uh, him going to Milwaukee in exchange for campaign and a 2027 second round pick. Uh, very spoiled. Uh, well, I, Sixers fans aren't necessarily spoiled, but. They were, they were doing some some deep dives on campaign like highlights and stuff going like what is this dude's release <laughs> what the fuck type of shooting motion is this he does have everyone crazy shooting motion Suns so fans Bucks fans were just like yeah good luck bro <laughs> so that dude, was I, one of the funnier parts of the I game. remember oh, campaign <laughs> like didn't he come off the bench for the Suns and oh, he was like super he was was or was that with the a streak. Nets? He had a streak off the bench with the Suns that was fucking crazy. He had a little, like, lit insanity. I think he put 43 up on the Knicks, like, two years ago. <laughs> like, I remember, yeah, I remember watching him be very electric, and then, um, yeah, I I don't know. But, um, shouts yeah, out to the Payne Bucks. and Reddish back in those, that Suns bench. That was uh, Pat Dev too recent, like in the last week, being like, someone tell campaign to take his physical because I'm trying to play in this game tonight. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was a great tweet. He was ready to go. Which, if I'm a Bucks um, fan, I'm stoked at that energy. That's great. Yeah, definitely. And as a side note, can we just say, like, how friggin' lucky is Pat Bev in terms of journeyman stuff? I guess he hasn't landed the perfect timing to, like, yeah. get a free ring, but Sixers, Bucks, Clippers. Lakers, T-Wolves, Lakers, yeah. Lakers. He's like played he's everywhere, on, man. He's been on the five best teams <laughs> in performing right now in the last couple of years. That's crazy. Damn. Um, no Celtics though. Yeah, true. The White Whale. Uh, how about a okay Royce O'Neal to Phoenix again? It's kind of hard man. to figure out which of these matter and which don't because none of them <laughs> seem huge, but. Um, Nets receive. There's a three-way trade. Nets get uh, Keita Bates, Diop, Goodwin, and three picks. Uh, Grizzlies receive Chimezi Metu, Yuta Watanabe, pick swap, and the Suns get Royce O'Neal, David Roddy. Honestly, just no no thoughts on this. I Nothing think these guys are just burger. moving their benches around. Here's, a, here's some Hornets news. Yeah, I was going to um, say, Beard, you guys got a big old fat salary off your books. Yeah, I think, I think this is one of the most JK. like 
big deal move, like actual impact for both teams, or at least for the Hornets move. But the Hornets received Seth Curry, Grant Williams, and a 2027 first rounder. The Mavs get PJ Washington and two second rounders. Oh wait, I was talking about a different. I'm talking about. I was talking about a, a yeah. Different they've been. Trade. They've made multiple. First of all, rest in peace, PJ. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, we're fucking winners. Good dude. value for him too. Like, yeah, you you trade high on a guy like that. I, I like him. He'll. I think he'll do well. Where did he go? Clippers. Uh, what did I say? Clippers. It's Dallas. Uh, Dallas. Dallas. I, yeah, I think that's where he landed. Good value um, for him. I was talking about the the trade you made that's before good spot then. For him. Like, to yeah, OKC, okay, we'll, yeah, we'll get, get there. The, but yeah, you want to you want to run that that bad boy? Oh, through? I don't remember it. Yeah, no, you guys dealt. You, you finally got Gordon Hayward off your books. Oh, yes, oh. yes. And in exchange, you received Trey Mann, uh, Vasily Micic, and Davis Bertans, as well as some draft compensation Ooh. from a OKC. So a lot of a uh, lot of uh, compensation for you guys there too. Yeah, I don't know what OKC gets out of buying well, out an injured Hayward, but they were cheers. Saying, I mean, if if they're gonna uh, do it, I mean, the the talk was that they get a veteran shooter around some of the younger guys. White vet. Yeah, true. They've got a young ass. No team. one mentioned yeah, his ethnicity, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I guess Woj, a Woj tweet that says sources say Oklahoma values his white age. <laughs> they value an older white guy, I guess. Um, yeah. So you. You, being rid of Hayward, I think, is maybe the most important facet out of all of these yes. moves for the Hornets. But again, I mean, Seth Curry's a, We're winners, a decent dude. shooter. Grant Williams can make an impact. Um, I'm not sure about this Micic nah, or, or uh, the whatever. other. But uh, all around, you got to feel decent about this if you're not gonna if you're not gonna trade for you know Devin yeah. Booker. <laughs> this will do. That's it's better. It's better than it could have been. Yeah. So we'll take what we can get. Hell yeah. On to the second half of the season. Hopefully be worse than we've ever been. Get a <laughs> get fucking good ass pick. But not too good. Not that person can't be too good the first season. We get uh-huh. another first pick. Yes. Yeah. Boom. Champs. Yeah, there you go. Absorb <laughs> the Lakers. Step absorb three. the Lakers organization. Whoa. Three champs. <laughs> Oh, love it. Uh, up next, we got Dinwiddie to Toronto. This is what that guy crashed his car talking <laughs> about. <laughs> uh, so the Raptors get Spencer Dinwiddie. The Nets get Dennis Schroeder and Thaddeus Young. Oh, but do um, the Raptors get Dinwiddie? That's a good question. Because he just signed with the Lakers. The last piece we needed to get over the championship hump. It's the piece that I need. Uh, how uh, how do you make a trade after the trade deadline? Can you walk me? He was that? he Is got Laker released, privilege. I think. Oh, okay. Nice. He signed on. Way, he? he was de- deciding to go to uh, like he was gonna sign with the Mavs or with um or with the Lakers. Like after he got he got he was on waivers or something. I don't know why the Raptors sign and traded Schroeder and Thaddeus Young and then just didn't retain him. But I, I don't know somehow. He he. The Dinwiddie contract loose. was insane. I think that would make sense. I'm pretty um, sure that's mainly why he is not actually the piece we need to get over the hump towards winning a championship. No. But sure. I am super stoked to see him on the Lakers. He's already been given some great pressers. He's from here. His mom cried when he said he signed with the Lakers. Like a bunch of good, <laughs> bunch of good like good. stories for for like a local guy returning. 
to a story oh, yeah. franchise. So I'm stoked to have Dinwiddie. Hopefully, story can, franchise. You know. Is there is is there a thing that he provides <sighs> that brings to the table that you guys were like vet. lacking? Just black vet age, <laughs> race, <laughs> rebounding. Is I it mean, the, the triple the ARR? <laughs> Yeah, again, I don't know why. I guess, why aren't Woj and Shams tweeting guys' ethnicities and age when they when they get, when they they get sign? I don't know. Um, I mean, he talked about it already. I think the idea is just getting another role player that can hopefully slot in and actually like play perimeter defense um, uh-huh. and hit some knockdown threes. That would be great. Would love yeah. that. Uh, okay. But I How old is he? I don't know. Let's see. He is. I've always liked. Spence. Oh, he's he's thirty Way off when I guess he's thirty. Okay, he's not that old. So, oh, he's still got some good years in him. I like him. Good Hooper. He said uh, he picked LA because quote they know how to win. Um, so I'm not sure which season he was watching, but yeah, historically true. The Lake Turds. <laughs> <laughs> Don't love gotta that. Roast, gotta roast your boy. <laughs> gotta roast your boy after his after his trade breakdown. <laughs> Uh, did um. you guys see Robin Lopez sitting on the bench at the Milwaukee Bucks game reading a book? Reading, yes, no. yes, reading oh a book. My God, the book was, so- I wrote this down because it cracked me up very hard. Uh, so Bucks are trading Robin Lopez to the Kings. Uh, Lopez expected to be waived to become a free agent trade for cash. Uh, there, that night or the night after, Robin Lopez is reading a book about screenwriters of the 40s and 50s on the bench uh-huh. as oh, they get blown out. <laughs> as they get blown out at home, the Bucks are one and five in the Doc era now. Oh. Um, this is just a quick jump because I did want to mention that he was reading, reading a screenwriter book, not giving a shit. Um, but since since Doc has taken over, uh, one and five record, 27th in, in the one NBA. One and five. There, you couldn't just. I mean, you could have no coach and they'd do better. Than yeah. That. He's fucking yeah. it up somehow. Yeah. 113-point offensive rating, which is 24th. 119.8 defensive rating, which is 21st. Minus 6.8 net rating, 23rd in the league. Oh. They were top 10 in offensive and net rating under Adrian Griffin. Um, so they – I hope they rue this. <laughs> I hope the Doc Rivers curse – persist because that's insane but yes that robin lopez meme reading the book killed me that was that was a 10 out of 10 um here's another convoluted trade that no one will care about but it does reference mike's washington wizards oh yeah hit me under i've been yelling about this i think it's probably not this one but maybe uh so this is part of a dallas okc wizards three-way deal um Dallas receives a 24 first rounder. Uh, OKC receives a 28 first round pick swap. Dallas receives Daniel Gafford and the Wizards receiver Sean Holmes draft compensation 24 first rounder. Oh, I didn't um, see the tie into to OKC. I only saw the. Uh, yeah, I think it was a two leg way just to get him there but uh what do you what do you think Rashawn Holmes he gonna you gonna turn okay. this thing around this is what I've been talking about is well first off not even Jesus Christ could turn this thing around. <laughs> um, but secondly I actually liked Daniel Gafford like he was one of the yeah. guys on that squad that I was like okay this is a thing like this guy this is a guy who knows how to play um, I don't know anything about Rashawn Holmes. I don't know anything about the draft compensation that the Wizards got. 
But like, why, like, okay, you picked one of the guys who like when you watch the Wizards play, there's like two guys at any given time who like seem like they actually yeah. know what's going on. Daniel Gafford was one of those guys, and now he plays for the Mavs. And then right after that, uh, the the he turned around and uh, and played the Mavs with Daniel Gafford in, in a Mavs uniform. Uh, I want to look uh-huh. up the. Uh, wanted to look up the box score of of how he actually did because he's uh, Daniel Gafford actually started for the Mavs, uh, had a 16 point, uh, 17 rebound game <laughs> against yeah. the Wizards right after getting traded. So That's I don't know, crazy. not stoked That's on brutal. that decision. I don't know why we you know, traded him away, but whatever. The the little one sentence recap basically that Bleacher Report does to contextualize this is uh they should be prioritizing draft compensation um the bagging an extra first rounder without hamstringing the team's cap sheet beyond 24 25 is quality stuff from washington's front office so i guess you know when you're in the level of hell dante's level of hell that the wizards are in it just doesn't like adding a good guy to your team doesn't make sense can right I, now. It's all, okay. it's all about mm. moves for five years from now. On that point, can I read a text that I got from Wizards, Wizards yes. Nation? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So mm. I got a, a Bleacher Report screenshot that says Kuzma turned down trade to Mavs to quote build something Oof. with Wizards, and the text Oof. is the text oh. is that screenshot, and it says LOL. Dear Coos, good fucking luck. Sincerely, Gilbert Arenas, Antoine Jameson, John Wall, and Bradley Beal. Oh, very, very good take. Kuzma, you fucked that is up. That is such a funny, because I, I wanted to bring that up too, God. but that is such a funny, like, read the room type statement from Coos. Like, only, only a guy like Coos, or Poole, honestly. It's funny how similar they are in not being self-aware. But just like, yeah, no, I, th- I, th- I thought about doing something that would have made this team a lot better, that would have made Wizards fans happy, but I just decided to stick around because of how much <laughs> they love me. And everyone, everyone collectively in, in DC like, goes, boo. Bro, I had not no. heard that. That's crazy. Like, please yeah. let there, me actually get, uh, I, I don't know, I feel like Wizards fans are like, there, if we can get tra- draft compensation and get these jokers off our books or something. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, w- was there any hint at what the trade would have looked like for Dallas? Because wow. I mean, there's some nice little rotation pieces you could have probably gotten for Kuzma. Not that I saw, um, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna. Okay, I will say this though: having had the 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 uh, misfortune of watching some recent Wizards games too, um, <laughs> I like Kuzma infinitely more than I like Jordan Poole. Interesting. Okay. Sure. And just I mean, game wise, or, or what, yeah, what well, jumps first, out at you? Jordan Poole just does not look like he knows like what's happening at all. <laughs> like he's got one goal in his head. It's like, like he, I feel like Baddies, you even dude. watch his like his eye. Like he's just like looking around the state. Like he's like, yeah. oh my god. Like uh, he's just like gazing around the arena. Just kind of like, like he just looks like he's daydreaming. When he obviously when he does get those hot streaks. It's like insane because he just feel, it feels yeah. like he can't miss. But then the rest of the time, he just looks like he not locked like in. he just doesn't know where he is or like he's jet lagged yeah. or something. It's very bizarre. <laughs> Kuzma at least looks like he's in the game most of the time, even though he can be a dumbass. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you think? Because first of all, I think a lot of people were clowning the Wizards, saying like the Warriors fleeced you. This guy's a fraud and whatever. I I haven't watched much pool uh, Wizards era pool. 
I to me, I just feel like if he's not if he's a bench guy, if he's a role player, I think he can be a helpful, useful asset to a team. He's just got thrust into a role mm-hmm. he's absolutely not prepared for. Maybe never will be. But yeah. like I don't think I just don't think we're seeing like the best type of Jordan Poole right now. And I I don't know. I don't think you know, whatever. But for, for what it's worth, it does feel like probably maybe even Kuzma as well. Like they both just as facilitators or as guys who are like impact off the bench guys, I think they're just so much better than being like, Oh, this is the big two in Washington. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and I mean, you know, I guess the argument is pool. He's only 24 years old. You know, uh-huh. maybe there's, there definitely needs to be some, you know, maturing. Um, I think yeah. getting that enormous contract that he got, I'm sure completely oh. blew his, proportion like his perspective of himself like out of right out of the water but um yeah i mean i think that could be part of it and i can confirm having been you know having seen a wizards game in person like they market pool and kuzma as like right these are our big two guys so yeah, yeah. i'm sure that whatever That's picture he had of himself like it was only it was only further blown out of proportion by that kind of marketing yeah it's yeah, a it's tough. bad time in D.C. if your two guys are riding the bench on other teams. Right. Yeah. Or not riding the bench, but coming off the bench, I guess, would be yeah, fair. That's, that's a tough tough spot to be. Not a good outlook. We'll, outlook, we'll see what happens. Uh, next trade deadline. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing going to happen until trade then. Deadline. <laughs> um, moving on to my neck of the woods. Um, fleecing the Detroit Pistons, the New York Knicks received an aging Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks, who we traded away like four years <laughs> before. Uh, Pistons receive Ryan Archidiakono so he can continue his scoreless <laughs> NBA record. Uh, Malachi Flynn, who was not getting minutes anyway. Evan Fournier, our, basically our Gordon Hayward contract, just incredibly overpaying a you hate stupid it. <laughs> white. Well, it's like... He never ever got minutes with Tibbs, and we paid him like a hundred and four million dollars. Wasn't he like actively last year, like all season? He was like actively pissed about it and like was talking shit. Yeah, and honestly, like he's made some shitty quotes since then of just like I'm so glad to be out of New York, and I don't blame him. Like if you if you're the best guy in France, and then all of a sudden you come to a place where there's a fat, defense-oriented, bald coach who refuses to give you a single minute after giving you $100 million, I would be pretty confused and pissed. That'd be very, a top-of-the-language barrier, who knows? Yeah, yeah. So, so definitely good to get out from under his contract. He's not one of those guys like Quickly or RJ where I wish him the best, because I do just, I think it was the stupidest move that our front office has made, uh, in in half a decade but um and then uh quentin grimes as well which really really bummed to see to see him go like three out of our four out of our four young core uh, literally like a season ago we had obi top and grimes quickly and rj and now all we got left is deuce mcbride who i'm i'm a fan of but you know it's it's a bummer to see all of that young talent go but for the most part got good uh trade compensation for him like they went through the Tibbs system. They became better players, and now they're, you know, at least in the Toronto trade, they're both those guys are making a big ass impact in in Toronto. So, um, all in all, I Boyan, I want to like. I just don't think he has the 
he has the 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 juice the longevity the injury <laughs> resistance to to be a huge impact Wrong guy log. it's really just like we have to stop <laughs> the bleeding from our from our bigger you know as our half of our team is injured and going through surgeries and then Alec Burks you know I was <laughs> not thrilled to see him coming back but hopefully he'll make although make a nice impact. the end of last week ESPN I was hearing people talk about things like is this the rebirth of the Knicks so yeah people mm-hmm. are psyched on it on, on those on those trade deadline moves yeah I mean he Bogdanovich is an incredible perimeter shooter like and that's that's a thing that we always could use more of white and, vet and we traded away a good chunk of what we had and it's you know we're just we're in just a weird spot right now i think if i think once we come back from injuries i'm just curious to see where these guys fit in the rotation because I, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if burks gets like two minutes a game can but, i also say uh, that a, no, a noted podcast contributor of ours uh uh-huh. texted Quote, getting Bojan raw bog Bogdanovich was nice for the <laughs> Nickelbackers. Yeah, that's 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 an all time <laughs> beard tweet. <laughs> a beard a beard text. I, yeah, so so it's it's cool. Burke's Burke's not a huge like facilitator, not a not a magic Johnson type passer, but I'm I'm curious to see how, how that ends up. Hopefully it'll work. Um Kelly Olynyk and Oche Agbaji going to Toronto in Utah Jazz are receiving Kira Lewis Jr., Otto Porter Jr. I didn't even know he was. I on said the Toronto. same thing. And then a 24 first round pick. These are some kind of <clears throat> lateral moves to me. I'm not. <laughs> I, I don't not know. Not moved. Doesn't move my needle. Yeah. I mean, Kelly Olynyk. It's always nice to have a guy who will dislocate someone's shoulder in an important playoff game so good good for the raptors uh gordon hayward to okc we touched on that bad boy i like this this bleacher report takeaway for the gordon hayward trade said loving this deal for the hornets is impossible understanding it is easy (laughs) it's like like, look no one's gonna be no one's gonna be happy here but it makes sense Um, uh and I was gonna Buddy say, healed to Philly. Exactly. Did we, did we get that? Buddy healed. Uh, Sixers get Buddy healed, which is cool for them. I think they there there have been guys I follow. I think Trillbro dude on Twitter is a big Sixers fan. He spent six years going like Buddy Heald would be a very good fit right now and work well alongside this team we have. And then he got very vindicated this last week. Um, so Sixers have healed now. They gave up Corkmaz, uh, Marcus Morris. Um, Toronto's second round pick for next year, uh, Portland's twenty nine second round pick, and the Clippers twenty nine second round pick. So a, a pretty a noted big deal that for some reason Rob Polinka couldn't pull off. I don't know the, yeah, all the details true. about that, but like there was that for was years. One, one of the yes for multiple years now. Obviously, he connected on like a ton of stuff over the off season and last trade deadline, and then this season uh, we made yeah. more moves minus the Dinwiddie act. I almost said accusation, acquisition. Um, but yeah, couldn't get Buddy Healed again. Yeah, incredible. And I mean, Healed is a career forty percent shooter. Um, I think he'll get a lot more spacing and catch and shoot opportunities here. The Pacers already were a fire premier offense, but uh, I don't know. I think him and Embiid in Philly 
I don't, how does that work? So is you you put Maxi healed and Embiid on the floor at the same time? Is you push one of those guys off to like stagger them so that they're mm. running with the bench unit? Uh, I feel like they have kind of complementary, like overlapping play styles. Healed healed Maxi, but does does healed get downhill though? I feel I feel like Tyrese Maxi gets downhill a little bit more. Yeah, that's I, true. I picture Beal or Beal. Uh, that's a. Love child of Bradley Beal and Buddy Heald. Um, oh, I thought you were doing my name with an Asian accent. <laughs> Beal. Oh, no. <laughs> Mike, you, you're the one who did you it. You said it. I didn't do it. Um, I don't picture <laughs> no, Buddy no. Heald. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know I, I think saying. you're right, though. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's when's, a difference. In when's their, Embiid coming back? Play. Oof. Good question. I'm hearing never there the the like yeah the optimistic people are saying like he he could be back by the time playoffs roll around so it's like it's it's out for a min it's out for a good min um, did you know any his other middle name was hans joel hans and bead that's wild that's german <laughs> as hell i didn't know that that's my brother's middle name um, uh, all these other trades are pretty lame. Probably not even worth mentioning. Yeah. Mike, anything cool? You any trades we missed that you did want to bring up? The no. Jaden Springer trade. <laughs> I talked about all my favorites. That's sick. Well, this is a. Uh, I mean, we did not get the slop season. I don't think any NBA fan was really hoping for. Um, but the, I mean, there's so much league parity right now it almost makes sense that we sort of had just kind of like tweak rotation tweaking roster tweaking moves this year um i'm certainly not mad about it as far as the knicks go any any thoughts on on this <coughs> mike anyone like Damn. i guess besides buddy healed to me if i was one of the teams that did not move the needle at all during, for this trade deadline i wouldn't be that bummed you know yeah, I mean, look, the reality is, like, nothing the Lakers would have done would have really, like, drastically improved their chances. I would have been yeah. I would have been excited to get a DeJounte Murray-type object involved, uh -huh. but that would have really just been mortgaging the rest of our dra drafts, of which we have, like, two draft picks in the next, like, 10 yeah. years. So Yeah, it just didn't. Didn't logistically un, make sense un, un, until we're ready to like you know deal Braun or something or like, I don't know do something crazy get a ton of draft picks and then build around an aging Anthony Davis I you know I don't know how much there would there would have been so I'm you know not yeah. not terribly upset but also I still have a absolute five hundred ass team <laughs> yeah five hundred as hell future's yeah, not looking fair. great there be honest I'll be honest. Beard and I got rid of some evil contracts. Yeah, we got um, rid of dog contracts. Didn't have to give up too much for it in exchange. And I, all, all in all, I feel I feel pretty good about this. This uh, people this are saying we're thing. winners, Sheldon. I think we, we got are two. the true dubs men coming away from this. Mike is a did not play. Yeah, Mike <laughs> sat this one out. It's a DNP, but I believe earlier uh, Beard said the Lakers were a bozo idiot losers at the trade deadline. <laughs> was one of those quotes. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair um uh, i got a fun little quick little fact yeah hell yeah um, close won't you if we got close us out one minute all right first of all i didn't realize he had this many points and it, this was like a week ago i should have said it last pod but this is like a week ago and bron had 
39,797 points to 203 away from 40,000. Uh-huh. The next active player is KD, who just hit 28,000. No <laughs> way. Which wow. is what? a fuck ton of points itself, 28,000. Sure, sure. But for reference, I saw this. The difference between... LeBron and KD's all-time points is a li- just a little bit less than between KD and Brooke Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah, there was a there was a Jimmy High Roller vid that said like I think it was like Luca would need to average thirty four points a game and play until twenty forty five to break bronze. Path, <laughs> I was going to ask record. what what Luca's rec or what Luca was at right now because because people say people say if anyone is going to do it. Like that's living right now. That's not in utero. Mm. Um, Luca is probably the prime example of just age and like a, a jaw dropping points per game. But uh, it's There's, still just impossible. It's it's not going to be. No one's going to be Bron when he retires. Because no. somebody, you're, everybody gets injured or only plays yeah. sixteen years or something like that. Right? Is there or actually has, a, yeah, a path I mean, though? Is there is there a path for Luca? Is that real? it's yeah. it's as it's almost as insane it's, as i said that's probably a little hyperbole yeah. but I you mean, have to average over 30 points a game and play 23 or 24 seasons and that's still like he's bronze not even done so we don't even know we're fighting a, a ghost right now we don't even know what yeah. he'll end at um probably another thing though 50, that's 7, crazy yeah. <laughs> yeah jesus um that like the twelve thousand point difference between katie and lebron uh-huh there's only 260 players that have scored 12,000 points. God, that is so <laughs> uh, crazy. Um, Clay Thompson, Jimmy Butler, in like 14k. Kevin Love has like 1500. Uh huh. Beal, Holiday, Conley, all at 15. Kyrie, 16. So it's like <laughs> that's so much fucking scoring. Yeah. And it looks like a tiny little baby number compared to. Yeah, um, just to get not even close to get to get close to yeah. like Bron's first decade. <laughs> it says Kyrie is in the sixteen thousand range, and he's one hundred thirteenth all time in scoring. Wow. No way! Jeez. Yeah. That is absurd. Yeah, so good, good numbers are crazy. Numbers are Bron. numbers Break. are wild. That's true. That's very true. Um, I think that's it. Go Chiefs! Suck a dick, yeah, Niners! True. San Francisco, eat ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, we can chill. We can chill. <laughs> this was a packed app, but we we do have to throw a bone to to Patty Mahomes. And eh, not him specifically. Hey, go Patty. Swift. Go Swift. Go Kelsey. Yeah. Go Taylor. Get married. Get Come on the married. pod. Get married. Someone said that uh, Goodell is going to take tr- Kelsey out back and shoot him in the head if he breaks up with Taylor. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the best thing that's happened to the NFL in five decades. Pretty uh, big, folks. Thanks for thanks for listening to us evaluate this this week's this year's trade deadline. We we love having you here. Rate, like, subscribe, send some emojis. We're about uh, to go to the All Star. Do what you do. All Star break. How how many? Yeah. How many weeks yeah. we got for that? I think that's next week. This wait, I don't I don't know time right now. What is? Today? It's soon as hell. It's soon as hell. You should. You guys should go. Uh, it's right next door. Where, Mike, where, is, it, where is it at? Indy's in Indy. Yeah. We could, we could hoop in the airport at least. You couldn't pay me <laughs> to meet go you to in Indianapolis. <laughs> I'll meet you right, for Mike. Me and Mike are run running, run, running warms at the airport. Yeah. Good luck with that. I'll never set foot in Indianapolis. Um, folks, we will what see if the you next time. <laughs>
What if the hijackers, instead of hijacking the planes, they just got stuck pooping the <laughs> <laughs> missile plane? <laughs>